Welcome to the Suit to Sneakers podcast, a place where we ditch the corporate life for the entrepreneurial adventure. I'm your host, Aaron Vins, Toronto realtor and business coach. I'm a straight shooter with a big dose of kindness, and I can't wait for you to write your next chapter. Together, we will discover what you really want, how to go for it, and to get through those ups and downs of being your own boss. There'll be real conversations on how to build your dream business, take on those scary risks, and how to exceed your clients' expectations all the while building a serious kick-ass business without taking yourself too seriously. Let's hang up that blazer and put on your favorite pair of sneakers instead of wearing those shoes that you know don't fit anymore. Let's do this. Welcome to the Suit to Sneakers podcast. I am your host, Erin Bins, and this is episode number one. I am so excited you are here. I am going to share with you my journey of a corporate sales director turned entrepreneur and everything that goes along with it and a little dash of motherhood in there as well. So I wanted to share with you, kind of give you a bit of a background as to where I came from, where this episode is going, where this podcast is going and how I can help you build your business to be more effective, more efficient and with fun and ease and all the things that go along with it without it being more work. So, you know, I actually never thought I would end up in this position. I grew up in a household where it was, you know, as soon as I could make money, I made money. I was babysitting at like age 12 until I graduated and probably still would be if I was still living in the same city. Um, but really it was, you know, you get a job, you go to school or you get a, go to school, you get a job, you work hard and that's just like what you do. And the problem was I actually didn't know what I wanted to do in life. Like I had a lot of great sort of ideas, but nothing was sticking. And, you know, I was visiting my dad in Nova Scotia at the time and he suggested to me, Aaron, why don't you go work in a, go to school to learn how to work in a hotel, <laughs> like hotel management. I thought, okay, like, first of all, who goes to school to work in a hotel? <laughs> Second of all, you know, I have a pretty sunny disposition and I like people and, you know, I could travel the world. I thought, okay, maybe he's onto something here. So I applied, I got in, I did my schooling. And at the end of it, uh, they were doing a, com a hotel company was doing interviews for you to go and be an intern and work in one of their hotels in the U S. So I thought, why not? I'll just apply and interview and see where it goes. And lo and behold, I was offered a job. And they said, okay, you can choose from these five cities. And one of them was St. Louis, Missouri. And I thought, okay, that sounds better than Cleveland, Ohio. So let's go there. And I literally had no idea where St. Louis, Missouri had been. I had basically only never even been to the U.S. So, and guys, you have to remember that this was in the age of where like the internet was just starting. Like I got my first email address when I was in college. So I'm dating myself, but it gives you context of where we're going here. So I came home from school and I said to my mom, oh, by the way, I got a job. It's in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm moving in May. So here we go. Packed up my little car, drove down to St. Louis and started my hotel career with Hyatt Hotels, which I absolutely love the company. will never want to stay anywhere else. So from there, I went to Vancouver and worked there. And then I had this moment of, 
you know, there's gotta be something more. I'm 24 years old. I'm working these crazy long hours. I didn't have a lot of friends in Vancouver, but I just knew there had to be something different. So I reluctantly, you know, gave my notice, packed my bags, and I backpacked around Australia and New Zealand by myself for a year. Then I come back to Toronto because I know I always wanted to be back here. And, you know, I really didn't also learn my lesson at that time. I went back to working in a hotel and doing the corporate thing all over again which was fine because everything leads you to where you're supposed to be. It just was funny that I didn't learn my lesson then. (laughs) So, but I always knew I wanted something more. I wanted to have my own business. I just didn't know what I wanted to do. Kind of a theme that was running, you know, through my life, uh, as you've heard in the earlier in the episode here. So, you know, I loved working in this hotel though. I loved being a part of this company and I love being part of the team. It was, I have some of the best friends that I will ever have from working there, but I always knew I needed something different. And I would stand in the lobby of the hotel and there were these big, huge brass doors that would automatically open and close anytime a guest or somebody would walk through the doors. And I can remember standing there thinking the door would open and guests would come and go. And I would say, I wonder what they're doing. Where are they going? What are they, you know, I, and then my guests would come in and I would say, Aaron, how are you? And I would love it. And I really loved what I did, but I would still always think about the brass doors opening and closing and thinking there's gotta be something beyond this lobby for me. And, and there was clearly, uh, after I had my son, I thought to myself, okay, now is the time to do it. I can't go back to corporate life. I will never see him and I want to do things a different way. So I got into real estate and I will tell you that it was probably for the first two years of my life, very miserable. I was heartbroken that it wasn't working. I was going into debt. I was not making the numbers that I wanted to do because you know, in the real estate world, they tell you when you first start, you're like, you got a door knock and you got a cold call and all these things that I just literally wanted to die doing. Uh, but then I really started, I thought to myself, how can I build this business the way that I used to build my business in the hotel? And that was through relationships, through networking, through my warm market. And that's when I really started to do things differently and do things my way and my business exploded. It like it was and it was more fun to do and it was coming with more ease cuz I was doing it the way in which felt good to me. And like I'm telling you this out of just to paint a picture, you know, I was putting in the hours of the of the cold calls and the, you know, door knocking, but I'll tell you door knocking did not last very long for me. And when I started to do things my way, I went from doing $800,000 in sales to 8 million in one year. And I'm not telling you this to brag or to, um, to boast about it. But when I started doing things that aligned with myself and how I wanted to do business, my business exploded. And it is so much better to do things that way than to do things the way other people are telling you to do or how you think you're supposed to be doing your business. So I just wanted to 
tell you that because it doesn't always have to be hard and it doesn't always have to be uncomfortable or, um, yeah, or hard. That's really where it was. You know, I went from working very long hours, um, and wearing a black suit every day and the same black suit every day for 10 years. I was uncomfortable when I would put it on, you know, I'll tell you, I haven't worn pantyhose or that black suit since, since, since leaving the hotel. But, you know, there was a way in which we had to present ourselves at the hotel and that's a brand standard and that's fine. It just wasn't the brand standard that I wanted to present myself with. And when I started doing things my own way, basically it was going from suit to sneakers. I wanted to be wearing sneakers. And that's really where the podcast came from. I was telling somebody my story about this black suit. And here I am, the suit to sneakers podcast, which I absolutely love. So, you know, when I was connecting with other entrepreneurs, especially women entrepreneurs, I saw that there was a massive gap in how they were building their business. You know, 80% of your business can come from 20% of your clients. So entrepreneurs have this sort of um, syndrome of where's my next client? Where's my next client? I got to find my next client. And so you work so hard on trying to find this next client when really your database and your existing clients or your past clients are really the ones where they're saying, hey, you know, I can buy from you again or I can refer you. Because you've built that trust with them. And that's, at the end of the day, what I had learned in the hotel business is people buy from people who they know, they like, and they trust. That's it. And that's not hard to build because you're already doing it. You're already building those relationships. But what happens is, is that you get your first client and then you forget about it and try and find your next one instead of cultivating your existing relationships with your clients. So listen, I know that for many entrepreneurs, they're, they're really good at their craft. They're good at being a, um, let's say a graphic designer or a, um, a chiropractor or a, um, what's, I'm drawing a blank here, but you get my, you get my drift, right? They're not always necessarily good business people and sales are not sexy and people, well, I'm not a salesperson, but as, if you own a business, you are a salesperson, whether you like it or not. And when you embrace it, you know, sales is not sexy, but revenue is sexy, right? So when you start to build those relationships and be reliable to your clients, that's when your business is going to turn around. That's when you're not going to have to work as hard to find new clients all the time because you have them sitting in your database. So more on that I will talk about, but just try and think of it as a way of a differently of doing your business. You know, I am obsessed with community and helping women build their businesses and not taking ourselves too seriously because I spent way too many years doing that. So this is the time where you get to work less, work on things that you love to do, and bring in new clients with ease. And booking time off, you know, every single time I 
book myself into a hotel or a weekend away or a vacation. I either book a new client or I do a real estate deal. And I'm not kidding you every single time. So if you're listening to this, go book yourself a night away. I know it's tough in some regions uh, with what's going on in 2020, but try and get away if you can. And you know, on this podcast, we are going to have guest speakers. You're going to hear their journey. I'm going to teach you how to, you know, run your business more effectively and grow your business. And it is going to be the best. So I am so excited you're here. Thank you for tuning in. And until the next episode, have yourself a wonderful day. Thanks so much for listening to the Suit to Sneakers podcast. I created this space because I know it could have helped me when I was making big decisions in this entrepreneurial journey and hearing what's possible, the big vision and those practical tips all rolled into one space would have made a massive difference. I am so glad you're here and I truly appreciate you tuning in. Listen, I'm going to ask you for a few things. If you know of someone who could use this episode in their life, I would love for you to send it along and please don't forget to share this in your Instagram stories and tag me. If you could also five-star rate and review this podcast, I would be so grateful. This helps us get the podcast out there to more people. And the more people who hear this, who are living their purpose, building their dream business, and sporting their favorite sneakers, the happier the world will be.